Life matters. Good morning, Christian America. I can't say it any more simple. Life matters. It truly matters. It's the most precious thing that we have on this earth. It's a blessing from God. He's put us here for a reason, to live the life that he calls us to, to, to love him first and to love one another as we love ourselves, to pass on this gift of life. He's made us in this way so that we can procreate, we can create children, and our children should also be led and guided and mentored into the goodness, the righteousness of the life that God has for us. We have a responsibility as Christians, as people, as followers of Christ to fight for life from inception to a natural death. And anything less, and anything less is simply not the word of God. Let's discuss this briefly. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. We seek to revitalize the Christian faith across our nation. It's so important that people who believe in Christ, Christians across this land, speak out unapologetically, unrelentingly. We pray unceasingly, as St. Paul tells us. It's important that we fight for the gifts that God has given us, that he's blessed us with. It's important that we stand firm in the armor of God against those who would tear down his church because we know and we have faith that when Jesus hands over the keys, as he says to Peter, to the church on this rock, I will build my church. He gives them the keys to the church. He says that the gates of Hades, that the gates of hell would not prevail against it. That's because he knows that Christians will rise to the defense of the church. He knows that you and I and our communities all around this country, all around this world, will recognize the duty that we have to don this armor of God, as Paul puts in Ephesians 6, to go against the principalities of this world, to go against the things that go against God himself. We are seeing this play out. I, I, I'm not telling you anything I don't think you already know. I'm not making anything up. You can turn on your local news to figure it out. There are churches right now in the United States, the land of the free, the, the country founded on religious freedom, founded on Judeo principles, Judeo-Christian principles, founded on the belief of equality and the, the, the belief in equality only exists because of God. It's only because God creates us all in his image that we are all equal in that circumstance. If it wasn't for him, we would not be equal. This country was founded on that, that idea of equality. And it's in this country, founded on religious freedom, founded on Judeo-Christian principles, founded on the word of God and the idea of equality set forth in Genesis chapter one that our founders believed. It's in this country today that our churches are vandalized, that they're that our places of worship are firebombed and attacked. They're being mocked. They're being spray painted on. Christians are being beaten up in the streets. Overseas, we see this plenty. No one talks about it, though. But now it's coming to our door. 
as Americans, as Christians, as Christian Americans who are supposed to stand firm in that full armor, that are supposed to speak out, that are supposed to be unrelenting in our faith, regardless of what the world does, we are supposed to be that barrier. We are the church. The church is not simply buildings. The people are the church. And the and Jesus himself has handed over the church to us to manage. If the disciples didn't weren't required to go out and spread the word of God, they probably wouldn't. But they did because Jesus told them to. They did because they knew how important it was. God knows how important it is for his people to recognize his authority, believe in him, love one another, and stand firm for what is good, what is righteous, and what is just. That's our call today. We see with the abortion debate, there's a large contingent, but not as large as you think, of people who want to tear down the church. They use the abortion issue as a wedge issue, but their true aims is to tear down the church. They want to tear down our houses of worship. They want to ridicule you. They want to mock you. They want to make fun of you. They want to criticize you. They want to marginalize you. They want to criticize and ostracize you and your voice and the voice of your children. That's why it starts so young. People have been up in arms about what's going on in our school system, the quote-unquote indoctrination of our children in a variety of ways that are deeply, deeply anti-biblical, that are unbiblical, that are unsound, that are unscientific, but yet it's happening anyway. And people want to know why are these things happening? Because they're trying to get at our children. They're trying to get at our communities. They're trying to get at the building blocks of, of a nation of a family. And by tearing it down, they can tear down the church. That's their methodology. That's the way that they see this struggle. And if the enemy sees the struggle like that, how are we to see the struggle? Well, friends, we have to see the struggle in the same way. Now, we're not going to fight back with violence. We're not going to fight back with anger and fire or fury or vandal uh, vandalism. We're going to fight back the way Jesus tells us to, to love our enemies. We're going to pray for them. We're going to seek good for them. We're going to live out the gospel in our lives because if we live the gospel in our lives, those around us that are neutral will recognize the truth when they see it. Have faith in people that they recognize the truth when they see it. I believe in my heart of hearts today with this battle going on against with those who want to kill life at its most precious, as it's at its most vulnerable, and those of us who want to protect that life and also want to protect the life of that child in the future as it grows, that it that he or she have a, a well-established upbringing, that he or she have a nuclear family, that he or she have a good school system, that he or she have the ability to get good employment and raise their kids and start a family and have a job to grow their family so that they too can turn back to their kids and raise them right in the same manner. That's what we believe. We love each other 
the way God loves us, at least we're commanded to. And so when we engage in this battle, and that's what it is, friends, it's a spiritual battle today that's taking place. It's 2022. You see what's going on on the news. I don't have to retell it to you. I don't have to relive it for you. What I'm saying is that we must recognize the battle at hand. We must recognize that it is not against flesh and bone, as Paul says, but against the principalities. It is about the ideas of the devil that have infiltrated our nation. They have infiltrated our communities. They have infiltrated our schools. They have infiltrated, friends, our church. So it's incumbent, incumbent upon us as Christians, as believers, today to stand firm, to protect life, and to follow the teachings of God, to follow the example that Jesus gives us. When Jesus recognizes that people have turned his father's house into a den of thieves, friends, he clears that house. When we recognize that people in this world and people around us are trying to tear down his father's house and to make it something that it is not, we have a responsibility to clean it up. My call to action to you today is to clean it up. That means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. You have to figure out what you can do, where you can be value added, how you can support your local church, your local charitable organization, your local food drive, your local life center, pregnancy center. Those organizations, those communities that are fighting for the good, and the good can be found in scripture. If you're saying something's good and it's not found in scripture, you might want to relook that. Those organizations that are fighting for the good, friends, we have to support them. We have to volunteer. We have to give your time. I'm not saying money, if, but if you have that, I'm sure many organizations can use it. You can't donate to us because we don't ask for your participation or your, your donation. We want your participation. Participate. Take your time. Get involved in the community. Reach out to one another. Text your friends. Text your Christian buddies a scripture verse from time to time. Give them faith. Build their confidence that they are not alone when they see the craziness of the world. But we stand with them. We stand with you. Because we won't be marginalized and ostracized and made fun of and mocked and ridiculed in our community because we follow Christ and we love each other. Even when we disagree, we still love each other. And friends, that's just what I wanted to talk to you briefly today about. I hope and I pray that I have inspired you just a little bit today to go out into the world and make a stand for Christ. Make it known to your friends where, where you stand on issues such as life and marriage and your traditional family and family values. Make it known to those around you so that they can build confidence in themselves and their ideas so that they don't feel that the world is completely turned upside down and they're the only ones that's, uh, that are confused. Stand shoulder to shoulder with each other and tell each other and encourage each other and inspire one another. That these things that go against what God says, the word of God that goes against scripture and the tradition of the church, they're to be battled against, and we need to stand for truth.
And so friends, if you like messages like this, again, we don't ask for your donations. We ask for your participation. Share this video on your social media pages, on your social media platforms. Subscribe to this YouTube channel, this Rumble channel, this podcast, wherever it is that you're listening to it. Get out into the world and make a difference for good. Get out into the world and live the gospel. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.